Today's match is in the books, and we're breaking it down. This is your RSL post-match show on the RSL Radio Network. You know, the best part about post-game on nights like tonight is the intro. Really gets us going. 100%. <laughs> Welcome into the post-game show on the RSL Radio Network. RSL. Another loss. Their uh, league unbeaten streak on the road comes to an end in Portland, 2-1. to one. Felt like maybe a comeback was in the books, written in the stars for RSL tonight. A Chicho goal after a, a deflection on a Vera shot. Had a couple of nice shots tonight, Brian Vera. Looked, um, looked pretty good uh, offensively, weirdly, but not enough from RSL in the end to take a point or three on the road another disappointing performance yeah uh, they put themselves in the in, in the hole with that first 45 minutes um second half much better um it's, it's got to be said i thought there was a real good 10 15 minute spell of consistent pressure from real salt lake obviously uh, uh brian vera hits the post with that rocket um but yeah, I just felt like RSL were, were going to get the equaliser, and then obviously they go two one uh, two nil down, um, hit on the break, and and some lax defending again, and um, yeah, we're really exposed tonight, uh, unfortunately. But I suppose if I'm going to take anything away from it, um, and how disappointing the, the loss is, is that they came out in the second half and and they looked a little bit more like the RSL that we got used to over that three-month period in, in the summer. But, yeah, a loss is a loss, so it's, uh, it's, it sucks. And uh, we've got to do it against the Basement Boys uh, on Saturday, looking at Colorado Rapids. Yeah, it's, it's so hard to, like, to come back from League's Cup and, and have this, these performances from Real Salt Lake where we were having so much fun prior to League's Cup and just really enjoying this team, the way that they were, uh, they're playing in their chemistry. And now you've got four consecutive losses, five in their last six games in all competitions, um, conceding a ton of goals as well, not scoring um, obviously very much, but just it feels like a totally different team at the moment. And again, you, you have you have adjustments, big adjustments to make uh, to your lineup and to the way that you've been playing because of the loss of Pablo Ruiz for the rest of the season. But we've seen this team perform without Pablo Ruiz. It was difficult and it was scrappy, but they got it done. Mm. And it, I, I agree that if there's a positive to take out of this, it's that this team coming out of halftime looked fired up and more like that team we were seeing in the, the beginning of the summer. But, I mean, where, where do you go from here? How, how much longer can anyone be a bit more patient while they're trying to figure this out without Pablo Ruiz? It's it's a difficult situation, um, but players get injured all the time, and you have to make those type of adjustments. And it just feels like it's it's taking a bit longer to click than than anyone would like. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and to the, to my point with regards to the second half, uh, Lauren, when they went in at half time, they'd had five shots, just one on target, forty seven percent possession. 
they finished the match 52% possession, uh, 14 shots, five of those on target, 445 passes, and a lot more accuracy um, from them in the past. They they had a lot more purpose. But again, when you put yourself in the hole and you're pushing because you have to get an equalizer, you leave yourself open a little bit. Um, if they can just avoid those silly mistakes, and really, it's playing themselves into into trouble and and poor decision making. But obviously, Pablo Mastroini, you know, alluded to that. You know, when the confidence is down, the human side comes in. You start second guessing yourself, and uh, yeah, this is you know. Th- what they've got to overcome uh, and not put themselves in the hole because this team can score goals. They look dangerous. I mean, obviously, Anderson Julio had a couple of chances. Uh, Andres Gomez, um, obviously, Brian Vera hit the post. You had um, a a header from Rubio Rubin, kind of weak, but, you know, it was a header on target. Um, Demir right at the end, um, under huge pressure, great defending from the defender, it has to be said. He has to loop the ball over the bar. But, again, the, the chances were created. And they got the ball players on the field, obviously missing Danny Masovsky, missing Jefferson Savarino, who, to be honest with you, has looked jaded the last few games anyway, because I'm not sure if he'd have been a, a huge help in that regard. But Andres Gomez, as I said, after the first 10 minutes that he came on, I wondered if this kid had kicked the ball before in his life. And then all of a sudden he was able to beat his man and you saw the confidence come back. Some of the crossing that he put in, um, obviously the chance that he had, you know, just some deft touches in the penalty area, just making defenders look silly. Uh, and it's something to build on. Um, no points, not enough goals, obviously, uh, but there's something that hopefully they can take into Saturday because that was a, a, a much better, that was that was similar to what we got, got used to um, after that three-month spell where they just looked almost unbeatable at times. Um, just such it was the togetherness, the, the blue-collar style of the soccer, but also some finesse touches in the mid, the midfield. Now they're going to have to go back to that, the more of the blue-collar style. But you saw Ojeda play a couple of passes that were defence-splitting passes. Um, and, and, yeah, obviously Andres Gomez put in a couple as well where, where uh, strikers just drifted offside. But there's certainly the ability there, and when they're full of confidence or when the the, uh, momentum is going their way, they do look like they can be a force, and hopefully they can start picking up points as we uh, head into the business end of the season. Send us your thoughts on the recent form, tonight's match, where the team can go from here, at Lars underscore MM on Twitter or Instagram. You can reach me on either of them. Um, We are waiting for the post-game press conference. They've turned on the camera. We are just waiting for Pablo Mastroeni. We will head out to a break. Hopefully on the other side, we will have that post-game press conference live from Portland here on the RSL Radio Network. Welcome back to the post-game show here on the RSL Radio Network. RSL fall on the road 2-1. to one. Trey just said it on Twitter. All streaks are over for Real Salt Lake. They had a really good run, and it was fun for a little bit. But it's time to crack down start finding those three points again a great opportunity looking forward to saturday we'll get to that eventually against the colorado rapids i almost said the rockies i don't even like baseball that was very weird that's my fault because we were talking about baseball we were talking about baseball yeah 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 yeah, yeah. chip Chip messing has been on our screen if anybody knows jay nolly you should ask him how much he likes chip messing Hmm. Maybe we can get uh, Jay to share that story with us on the air on uh, Saturday. He won't. <laughs> <laughs> so if Jay's uh, listening, you know, uh, hopefully uh, he'll receive a text in a minute when, when he's not driving. <laughs> yeah. 
Obviously. Drive safe, Jay. Yeah. Everyone. Hopefully he just forgets by the time he gets home. <laughs> you don't want to get yelled at by Jay? <laughs> no. He's so nice. He, we, yep. Jay is nice. We've worked with Jay for a long time. Good, yes. Good crew. Uh, anyway, that's enough about Jay Nolly. <laughs> wow. Shut him down. He's done. Dead to us. Until we see him on Saturday. Until Yeah, until until we see him on Saturday. Uh, 2-1 loss for Real Salt Lake. Uh, Chicho Arango goal. Good to see him get back on the score sheet. It's been, uh, been a minute, it feels like. He started hot. Cooled off a little bit there. Yeah, and and you saw him try too hard as well. Yes. In, in my opinion, he's been Thank tr- you. forcing it, it, trying to force the issue, and trying to force things to happen. But um, yeah, I've just got a text from Jay Nolly. I'm not going to read it on air. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, it, I'm just so glad. I mean, it, to end a streak, it doesn't matter how it ends. It can come off your backside as yeah. long as it hits the back of the net for these strikers. They don't care. Um, and now that he's kind of broken that uh, that drought a little bit, hopefully he can go on from strength to strength for us. Yes, I, I totally agree with the trying too hard for Chicho. I felt that um, I felt it a little bit before the LAFC game, but I think he went into that LAFC game um, with a little bit too much to, to feeling like he had too much to prove. And I don't think that he needed to do that. He he had a good season at LAFC, a fantastic season. Um, I don't know, I, and I felt that that since then he's had that pressure and. Um, and really kind of struggled to to find that form with Real Salt Lake, that chemistry that we saw early in his arrival. Um, but some good halftime changes from, and, and early in the second half changes from Pablo Mastroeni. I don't, I don't necessarily think that the starting 11 was the incorrect choice. Um, I just think it was poor performances from, from those players that you wouldn't really expect. And I think that that's kind of just what's happening with this team as a whole at the moment as well. Yeah, absolutely. And and to be honest with you, the only gripe I have about the second half is that I may have left on Anderson Julio rather yes. than Rubio Rubin. Yes. Uh, just because he was getting into the areas, obviously he had a couple of chances. Uh, but I thought Rubio put in a shift. Um, and the fact that uh, that uh, Danny was on the field... Um, didn't look amazing, but had that chance right at the death. If there's a chance that you want right at the death of a game, you you, you either want Chicho or you want Dami. Yeah. If it's in the air, you want you want Dami on that. And obviously, uh, as I said in in the first segment, great defensive work by uh, by the fullback there um, to to kind of just put uh, Dami off his off balance a little bit and balloon the ball over the bar. But yeah. I, yeah, it's the only gripe I would have had. I would have left uh, Anderson on uh, uh, for uh, you know another twenty minutes. I guess it would have been so. Yeah. But yeah, uh, other than that, I, I just think that everybody that came in did a job um, and, and uh, looked looked fresher uh, than starting. Um, I, again, I just think that we've looked leggy the last couple of games. Today, the first half, we looked leggy again, which I didn't quite understand. But they came out firing. Uh, in the second 45. Uh, yeah, 100. I mean, I'm a little bit biased toward Anderson Julio for who knows what re- what reason really other than he's just fast as hell. But And know. scores goals off the bench. Yeah. Well, he used to. Not not as much this season. Yeah. He did against Houston, I guess. Made it 1-1. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but, then, but then we lost. <laughs> yeah, but that wasn't to, his fault. I was fault. trying to overlook that. I didn't want to... <laughs> 
I'm going to go too it, far. It wasn't really his fault. We are still waiting for the post-game press conference to start, so we'll head out to another break. Please send us your thoughts on the match at Lars underscore MM on the Twitter and the Instagram. We'd love to hear from you late on this Wednesday evening. On the other side, if we don't have the post-game press conference yet, we'll take a look around the league, see what happened elsewhere in the United States of America in Major League Soccer. You're listening to the post-game show on the RSL Radio Network. Please use the raise hand function so I know to call on you. Caleb, we'll start with you. Your line's open. Hey, Pablo. Um, I know you said all the time that goals change games, uh, but I'm just curious, you know, with, with uh, I know, and I know it's happened, you know, in recent weeks as well, but to have a goal scored against you that early in the game, what, what impact does that have just on the guys for the remainder of those 90 minutes? Yeah, it's obviously tough, um, especially in, in, the, in the run of form that we're currently in. Um, but it, I don't think it's only the goal. It's the way we conceded it. Um, you know, it's um, there's the, the ball is getting crossed and it's 30 feet in the air. And we have two guys around there, I think. Um, and, and we're just not in good positions. Um, and again, I think in these moments, your concentration has to be at, at, at the highest levels. And, and those kind of moments seem um, more prominent, I, I think, when you're not in a good run of form. Um, but 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 again, I think it's it's always hard to play from behind. And, and the objective today was to come in at half, you know, zeros or, or up a goal, and, and we weren't able to achieve that. Gotcha. And then this this does end uh, a bit of a streak that you guys had on the road, unbeaten in eight games. Um, and and you were right there, you know, a goal from tying it up once again late in the game. What is it about this team, I guess, that that has done so well on the road this season? And is that a place you think you guys can continue to get results going forward? Yeah, I think so. Again, I, I think it, it's it's you know again at the moment, uh, confidence is a, a, a bit low, and, and so. Um, but I, I think today um, was one of our better performances. I, I think with the ball and against the ball, I think we did a really good job. Um, and and I think again, I think. And that final third just lacks a bit of composure because um, I think we created a couple of good chances there in the second half um, and it could sway the the game either way. Um, and I think, again, I, I think we're, 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 we're moving in the right direction. Um, you know, whether we're at home or away, I, I think it's when we play our, our, our best, we're, we're, we're in every game. And, and tonight, I think we let ourselves down with the first goal. Um, obviously, the second goal didn't help. But but again, the fight and the guys and 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 the belief um, that 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 we're gonna you know straighten the ship out um, and, and we got to do it sooner than later. Again, we're playing against the clock and in and, and time. Um, but but again, I think this was a market improvement in, in the way we want to play um, on both sides of the ball. Thank you. Again, please use the raise hand function if you have questions for Pablo. Are there any more questions for Pablo? All right. Thanks, man. Thanks, Thank Pablo. You. Appreciate it. All right. A very short one from uh, Pablo Mastroini tonight. Not many questions. Not very long answers, and the the press conference is over. 
Okay. All right. I think that's the shortest press conference that we've had all season, okay. and it's not even close. I, I just felt like there were so many more questions to ask. Yeah. It's particularly about the second 45 minutes and how they, the team can build on it and Andres Gomez and, you know, Chicho breaking, you know, a little bit of a barren spell. Yeah. Maybe we should have gone. I mean, we are on. We just don't ever ask questions. What? I'm, I guess it's 11 o'clock at night. It is, people but might be people, asleep. Are cov- people are tweeting. People are covering. They're just not asking any questions. Wow. Goodness. Well, guess all right. We'll head to a break. I guess we will head to a break. On the other side, we will take a look around the league, see what else happened in Major League Soccer, and preview Saturday's match against Colorado. You're listening to the Post Game Show on the RSL Radio Network. Welcome back to the Post Game Show on the RSL Radio Network. Lauren Beck, Spencer Warren, Real Salt Lake. Falling on the road 2-1, to one, ending their unbeaten streak in Major League Soccer. A tough one, as have been the last couple results for Real Salt Lake. But moving on. First, let's take a look around the league. What's happened in Major League Soccer tonight? Lots of games. Atlanta lost to Cincinnati at home. Cincinnati, who has clinched a playoff spot. <laughs> it is August. Barely, but it is August. Wild, 57 points in uh, 26 matches, 12-0-1 at home, 5-3-5 and on the road. Incredible from Cincinnati. Must be nice. Charlotte and Orlando played to a 1-1 draw. Miami and Nashville, nil-nil. New England beat New York Red Bulls at home, 1-0. NYCFC also with a home win against Montreal, 2-0. Toronto with an impressive 3-1 win against Philadelphia, Austin lost at home 2-1 against Seattle. Vancouver got a road win against Chicago 1-0. Houston with a 2-0 win against the Columbus Crew. Minnesota United uh, with a 3-0 win against Saturday's opponent, Colorado. St. Louis beat uh, Dallas, excuse me, 2-1. Obviously, Portland, Real Salt Lake. Portland took the all three points 2-1. And LA Galaxy with an impressive comeback against San Jose on the road 3-2. I say on the road. <laughs> The, the original uh, California Derby, California Classico. Uh, coming up on Saturday, NYCFC and Vancouver, Cincinnati, Orlando, D.C. United will host Chicago, Montreal, Columbus, New England, Austin, Dallas, Atlanta, Kansas City will host St. Louis, Nashville versus Charlotte, Real Salt Lake and Colorado, L.A. and Houston. That might be a fun one. Uh, San Jose and Minnesota and Seattle and Portland, any uh, any other surprises tonight from these late games for you, Spence? Not really, no. Not yeah. surprised that maybe that RSL didn't find an equalizer. Yeah. Um, but not surprised of, of uh, some poor defending either at the same time. So uh, moving swiftly on moving to this weekend. Moving swiftly on. Uh, Colorado Rapids. 16 goals they've scored this season. Oh. If RSL doesn't keep a clean sheet and at least score one, I'm going to be so annoyed. Write the season off. Shut your mouth right now. Lalas Abubakar is their top goal scorer. Sorry, joint top goal scorer with two. Two. Michael Barrios and Cole Bassett and Kevin Cabral also on two goals. <sighs> Hilarious. It's it's so bad. And, and this is a team that I thought, Whilst they don't have the biggest budget, they spent a bit of money. Yeah. 
and they're usually quite hard to play against. We've seen them uh, over the last couple of seasons under uh, Robin Fraser mm-hmm. be quite difficult. And this, this, yeah, this is that's a mess down there. And RSL needs. I mean, it, 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 it's not rocket science, is it? They need no, to win at home. They, they need to win at home. <laughs> and you look at this Colorado team, and it it is a must win against this Colorado team. Not just because of the state of Real Salt Lake, but because of the state of Colorado also. You, uh, we've seen Colorado twice this season. Once in Major League Soccer, once in Open Cup round of 16. Those games were back-to-back, both at Colorado. Real Salt Lake won both of them 3-2 to two in Major League Soccer and 1-0 to nil, um, in the Open Cup back in May. Kind of where it felt like Real Salt Lake may, may be turning a corner, had a couple more bad results after that, and then really started to find their feet in June. I I don't like saying games are must wins, but I, it's kind of how I'm feeling about Saturday. It's certainly an, an opportunity to to get yourself to forty points, and I feel like RSL needs to pick up another twelve points with, with the remaining fixtures. When you look at it, if they can pick up another twelve points, takes you to to forty nine. You should be you should be in the in the playoffs with twelve points. Um, hopefully, they pick up a few more, but yeah. Um, it's an opportunity to to take care of a team that is low on confidence, not scoring goals, leaking goals at the back. And the last 45 minutes or the 45 minutes, second 45 minutes today against Portland gives me hope that they're just creeping forward to some semblance of what we saw for three months, uh, a really tough attacking team. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see where, what RSL can do and if they can uh, get a few goals. Fingers crossed. I mean, I don't care if it's a one nil win and it comes off someone's backside in the ninety third minute. I don't. I don't care. It's three points. Uh, but if we can get a few goals and get off the minus goal uh, differential again, because we've been hovering across that line just uh, below it and uh, uh, over it. Um, now we're below it again. I think it's minus three now. Um, yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be an opportunity to, uh, for RSL to to really force home uh, and get onto a uh, an even uh, home. Uh, results with regards to to win losses and draws. So um, yeah, hopefully we can get uh, get an opportunity. But if they think the game's won in this league, as you know as well as anyone, you go into that thinking that you've already won. Uh, then you're going to get your backside uh, bitten. So uh, yeah, massive opportunity for RSL. It's also a game that Colorado likes to get up for, no matter where they're at on the table. It's usually a tight one. Very, rarely is there a blowout in this. Um, rivalry, but Colorado 2-8 and 3 on the road. As you said, they've scored 16, conceded 37. Better um, road record than home record. So uh. True, 1-4 and 7 at home. I mean, the same can be said for RSL, though. <laughs> but just slightly. And and their road record's actually good. Um, but as you said, RSL 4-5 and 4 at home. Uh, after such a great crowd the other night against Houston... That wasn't rewarded. I, I just hope I'm hoping RSL Nation shows up, is behind this team still, and that they they will get that reward and that Real Salt Lake can perform and and get three points at home. A, a great opportunity tonight to go back up, a tied for second, 
but instead sitting in sixth place. You have St. Louis in first with 47, LAFC in Seattle sitting at 40 apiece, Houston in fourth with 38, Vancouver and Real Salt Lake at 37 apiece, tied for fifth. Minnesota with 35 points as well as San Jose and Dallas sitting in that last playoff spot with 33 points. Any other thoughts on uh, tonight or Saturday, Spence? No, again, as I said, you can't put in the, the first 45-minute shift and hope to get a, a result. Um, they, we need that kind of 60, 60 minutes, 65 minutes and, and game management where they can, um, you know, as I said, time waste and, and, and just see the, the see the result out. Um, when you're chasing, you kind of leave yourself open, which we've seen. We saw that against Monterey. We saw that against LAFC. Uh, we saw it against um, uh, Houston Dynamo in the U.S. Open Cup. Um, not really last weekend, you know, because I, 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 you know, kind of let it get away from us in the first half. Uh, pushed and, and, and tried, but again, give up another goal. And tonight, that early goal um, with defenders second guessing themselves. Something they weren't doing, uh, you know, even just a month ago. Yeah. And, um, you know, Justin Glad has suffered a little bit. I think the fullbacks for the first goal were poor. Um, I understand why uh, Andrew Brody pinches in on the second goal, um, because if, if he leaves the, the man in the middle free, then it's a, it's a straight shot. But, you know, again, it's the defensive midfield that, that aren't tracking back and getting in the mix and, and helping out in those situations. So it's stuff that's fixable, though. It really is fixable. And uh, hopefully they can work on that for a couple of days uh, this week and uh, come out firing on all, all cylinders and, and look for that clean sheet. That will be absolutely awesome um, to, to give the goalkeepers in the back line some confidence. Um, but also, I want to see more Andres Gomez. I want to see Andres Gomez because he, his, his form has suffered so much and he dropped, it, almost like he dropped off a cliff. And um, I, I thought he was almost a game changer for us after the first 10 minutes when it looked like he hadn't kicked the ball for six months. I thought he started to drift past players, got into the box, some really nice touches in the penalty area, some really good crosses as well. And uh, we kind of went away from him as the, as the game wore, wore on. And I, again, maybe irked a little bit at that, uh, along with uh, the uh, Anderson Julio substitution. That's going to do it for us tonight. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're still with us late on this weeknight, we'll catch you guys on Saturday. Real Salt Lake at home, America First Field against Colorado Rapids for the second of three matches against the Rapids in the Rocky Mountain Cup. Kickoff is at 7.30. Pre-game will start at 6.30. We'll be out on the uh, East Plaza. Please. Come wave at us. Yeah, come wave. Come stop by. Say hi at the uh, KSL tent. We'd love to see you guys out there we always appreciate it um but again thank you so much for tuning in we'll catch you guys on saturday here on the rsl radio network real salt lake is back at america first field to host the colorado rapids on september 2nd for another rocky mountain cup battle presented by ford stick around to enjoy post-game fireworks get your tickets at rsl.com